0: This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Selling a little
1: or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is
0: the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, since the Israeli-Palestine war has resumed with a vengeance, the Russian invasion of Ukraine is off the front pages of new newspapers. In fact, it's off many of the pages and it's no longer the main event on television or anything like it. In fact, it's barely mentioned in the last uh, three or four days and It is slipping down the political agenda, which is very bad news for Ukraine. In particular, the dysfunction of the House of Congress in the United States, where the Republicans are really, on the whole, not that keen on spending American dollars on supporting Ukraine. Uh, That's a big problem, and the Europeans are divided. It's all it seems, very good news for Vladimir Putin. And the longer the war goes on, the weaker Ukraine are possibly going to become. To discuss these developments now, we're joined uh, by Dmitry Irovsky, who's chief editor for the YouTube channel Live. Before the war, Dmitry was deputy editor-in-chief for TV Rain in Moscow, He moved to Lithuania when the war began, and independent media outlets, including TV Rain, were closed in Russia. And it's a pleasure to welcome uh, Dmitry, who is a brave man and has left his homeland. Dmitry, the developments over the last week, both in the real failure of the Ukrainian president's visit to the United States Zelensky, he, he got a cool enough reception, and of course now the war effectively between Israel and the Palestinians, they are now going to eat up a lot of interest, coverage, and the kind of publicity that Ukraine depended on for support. What's your take on it?
1: Oh, hello, Eamon, and thank you very much. First of all, for for having me. Um, unfortunately, there is another war going on these days. Yes, and it happened uh, in Israel, and uh, indeed, it takes it's it drives a lot of attention from from Ukraine and from the events that are going there. It's going to be actually two years soon. This this, this the next February. Yes, uh, February twenty fourth. Yeah, precisely. But uh, I think that uh, uh, if there are any beneficiaries in this war, uh, it's current Kremlin's regime. It's Vladimir Putin, yes. who is, uh, I think, very happy these days because he can do whatever he wants in Ukraine. Nobody will cover it. And uh, I think that U.S. and uh, Europe uh, will somehow cut their uh, amount of support and help yes. uh, to Ukraine. And uh we'll drive it to Israel. Israel is a pretty powerful state. They do have a lot of arms, they do have a lot of soldiers and they have enough money. but definitely um, uh, american and um, and European Union will help israel to fight yes. um, uh, to fight Hamas. I really um hope that um, this war will end up soon. We know that uh, Israel knows how to deal with it, and um, I really, uh, I, I do really hope that um, it, it, yes. it, it, will, it will be uh, rather quick. But um, let's take another look at this war. I mean, the war between Israel and uh, Hamas. Uh, we have some information that um, Putin is a very close ally with Iran, yes. and Iran is definitely interested in uh, in this war. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, yes, we know that the attack of uh, Hamas to Israel was really very, w- very well planned, and it was performed um, in, in an almost perfect way. Actually, well, from the military science point of view, I think. Yes, it
0: was. Nobody believed that Hamas could ever exactly uh, get into Israel and kill, uh, slaughter, eight hundred Israelis and. Take over 100 hostages back to Gaza, where they are now being held. Indeed, that was a slaughter. And yes.
1: we do receive reports that um, Hamas was probably trained by uh, people from uh, PMC Wagner. And yes, we do really? get also yes, reports yes. that um, there are uh, some uh, Western uh, weapons, Western um, uh, guns, and arms. Uh, that are operated by Hamas these days. Yes. And probably they were given by uh, pro-Russian uh, terrorists in Ukraine who yes. actually uh, got them from from Ukrainians. And uh, then they just uh, uh, took it and um, smuggled it uh, to Hamas. So this is definitely um, not a Putin's work. But this is definitely something that went from it, actually. And um, if there wouldn't be a war in Ukraine, there wouldn't be a war between Israel and Hamas' days, Let me make it very clear.
0: Yes. And from Russia's point of view and from Ukraine's point of view, from Russia's point of view, the failure, we could call it, of Ukraine's so-called spring offensive, which never really took place until the summer and hasn't really made the progress ex- expected that's good for Putin the other thing that's good is the refusal of the West to really give Ukraine the weapons it needs they, there has been they've given them some but not all of the weapons they feel they need and Zelensky also needs uh, money and um, I'm sure you're aware of Elon Musk are you? Yeah, I am. Definitely. Everyone is. He's. A, I wouldn't want to be too close to him. But he said the other day that five minutes had passed and Zelensky hadn't asked for billions. This must be a world record. I'm sure you get the mm-hmm. irony of that.
1: Sure. Um, well, I think that West supports Ukraine only uh, in the needed amount uh, for um, going on with the war, for uh, keeping on fighting Russia. Yes. Uh, but we've been discussing it previously, actually, for a number of times. And uh, from my perspective, the most important, the crucial thing that Ukraine needs from West uh, these days um, are um, fighter jets. They yes. have to uh, get advantage in the sky. Yes. Because who has advantage in the sky, the uh, this party wins, actually. And this is what we witness these days uh, in Israel and in Gaza sector. Um, because Israel does have a very good uh, aviation. They do have fighter jets and uh, they use it. And uh, they actually are uh, already in their counteroffensive um, uh, stage. Oh, yes. Uh, it took yes. them like three days, I guess, or yes. even two days uh, to do what uh, they actually needed to. And uh, I would not be surprised uh, if um, uh, by the end of this war, uh, Sector Gaza will be uh, Ga- Gaza Strip. Um, sorry about it. Gaza Strip will be um, under uh, control of uh, Israel. Yes. So what Kiev really needs are F-16s, and the uh, West still hesitates. They still are bothered. Are, are uh, they, they still worry about some mythical um, uh, red flags uh, that uh, Russian uh, Russians are talking about? Yes, uh, because they always say this is this is a red flag. No, that is a red flag. This is yes. well, this is a country of red flags actually. Do you, yes. you remember Soviet Union and his flag? Yes. so uh basically, I think that uh, West should stop uh being so afraid of Putin because yes. the, he he has nothing to do he has he doesn't have any cards on his in his hand.
0: The card uh, he t- threatened to use and his foreign minister as well threatened to use was a nuclear weapon. It will never happen it no, will never I, happen. It, Exactly. But they, they threatened to use it. And there is an issue. Would you agree, Dmitry? If a weapon supplied by NATO to Ukraine were to overshoot, get into Russia, for example, a missile or a fighter jet, then technically NATO has attacked Russia, which gives Putin more excuse to go harder. Uh, I agree with you, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Putin would know if he uses a nuclear weapon, he's committing suicide, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy uh, he really loves uh, Dolce Vita. Yes. He loves uh, his <laughs> lifestyle. And yes. uh, he's uh, not that mad. Uh, you know, yes. there, there used to be some really crazy, really mad, insane mm, uh, people um, who, who run who, who's run countries, yeah, but uh, none of them were so hedonistic. And yes. uh, Putin is a very rich person. He's the richest person in in Russia, yes. and uh, he Only wants probably in Europe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's turned seventy one, I guess, uh, last week. Um, so, but he thinks he has still lots of beautiful moments in his life. Yes. And um, he is very much concerned about his role in Russian history. Yeah. He wants to be something around like Peter the Great, maybe, or, um, uh, or uh, Catherine the Great, or something like that. Or well, something in between Peter the Great and Joseph Stalin. This is what yes. I think his, uh, his Yes, and he is. has
0: said on the record a number of times that the greatest tragedy of his lifetime was the breakup of the Soviet
1: Union. This is what actually I do not understand. It it's so silly was it was so silly. I mean uh, the ni- he he was talking about tragedies of the 20th century. Yes. And uh, the biggest tragedy for um uh, for my nation is actually uh the World War 2. Yes. Uh, millions of Russians died there. Millions. Yes. And uh, well uh, I cannot understand how a politician can compare the uh, crash of the Soviet Union with World War II. Actually, like uh, by, by, by the end of the Soviet Union, nobody died.
0: Yes, and let me ask you a question, Dmitry, about the consequence if Russia successfully invades Ukraine. In other words, if it gets the upper hand on Ukraine, if Ukraine runs out of money and weapons, and maybe if Ukraine runs out of the ability and the will even to fight this war, and Putin is therefore successful. Many people argue that he will continue to Moldova, to Lithuania, to Poland particularly. Is that your view, or or is that a bit fanciful?
1: No, definitely. He's uh, he's a hungry guy, he's a thirsty guy, he's not thirsty. He will need uh, new lands, he will... uh, Let me remind you about the events of uh, 2014. Uh, when they took over uh, Crimea, when they yes. annexed Crimea. Uh, could they stop there? I think no. And I yes. I think that uh, uh, Kiev understood it and uh, they tried to mm, get prepared for the new war, for the big war. So this is what we are witnessing now. Uh, you see, uh, it's it's like um, when the World War II started, uh, Hitler mm, started with occupation yes. of um, Silesia and then Czech Republic and and so on and so on and, uh, um, and he, was so he was moving yes he was moving all the time and uh, this is what uh, Putin will do he will understand he, he will he will understand that he can do everything he wants in all directions on west on east you know the the what uh, lots of people in Russia lots of um, members of parliament are seeing now that Arctic region is very important. And uh, I do agree with them, and I think that this might be a new battlefield for Putin and for his army. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig.
0: so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. Now, the weakness of the United States with the presidential election coming up in just uh, 13 months' time a possibility that in that election Donald Trump will win, even though he he has he is known to be a gangster. And, you know, he's facing 91 criminal charges. And every time he gets a new criminal charge, his ratings in the polls go up. What do you as a Russian, as a young Russian man who's intellectual in this business, make of that? Phenomenon.
1: Well, uh, this is something that uh, might be um,
0: pretty well known for Russians because you know. Uh, do you discuss? Uh, do you discuss the United States and what's happening there? Which, not much,
1: actually. And right. I think that uh, guys in uh, people in the U.S. they do not uh, discuss a lot of events in Russia. No. Uh, you it, know. It, so it's true.
0: Yeah. And, and that is, suits Putin. Putin... Yeah. Argued, he argued at the beginning, Dmitry, that the West would get tired of this war, would lose interest in this war, wouldn't have the money to fund this war, and oil prices and other things would weaken the West. Everything that Putin has said has happened. Mm, you see...
1: Almost. I think, almost, yeah, almost. I think that... Um events uh, the the election campaign in the us is very important is very important for uh, ukrainians uh, f- for the future of ukraine yes. but um i don't think that um if trump comes a lot will change uh because there are a lot of uh, institutions there is national interest and uh, there are lots of um, things that really matter and uh, that can um, that won't let uh, Comrade Donny to, uh, stop supporting Ukraine. Uh,
0: I think that Trump would argue, and has argued before when he was president formerly, that after the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan, that America has spent too much blood and too much treasure, i.e. money, fighting foreign wars. We should be spending this money on the American people. That will be his argument.
1: Um. Well, he's not spending any blood of Americans right now. No. And there is, well, yes. I, I will repeat, there is national interest. It doesn't depend on the current figure who is sitting currently in the Oval Office. Yes. Is This is something that matters for the whole country, for its history and uh, for for a huge period yes and uh, people in washington dc they do understand that they cannot let putin conquer ukraine yes but on the other hand i think that um, it's a pretty important issue for uh, joseph biden and uh, maybe he will get um, um, he will be brave enough to support uh, ukraine till the uh, victory Yes. And he will be definitely interested in uh, finishing this war before his term is finished.
0: Yes. And he has been, in my view, a very good president in foreign policy. He has been very supportive of Ukraine and he has provided weapons and money. He, however, has his own problems, and one of them is his age and his obviously frail. That is a problem for him. And he's also his age, he's 80. Now, Trump is only three years younger, but he is much more vigorous. Mm -hmm. He's much more together in his head. And that will be, it, it may become an issue when the election begins to get very serious. Let's just talk, though, about the feeling of the Russian people. And you mentioned, Stalingrad and Leningrad and the suffering and the the loss of life when you fought the Nazis, when Russia fought the Nazis so bravely. And is it isn't it the case that what Putin is saying to the Russian people now is this is the same? We are we are facing Nazis. Mm -hmm. We are fighting to save the the motherland. That is one of the things, isn't it, that, he's, that his propaganda exactly. is.
1: Exactly. This is uh, uh, the main topic of propaganda. Yes. Uh, you know, when I was uh, studying in university, I remember that um, we, with my mates and with my professors, we were always discussing a problem that Russia actually lacks um, a national idea. It doesn't yes. exist. And we do definitely need some national idea. Um, Now, I don't think, actually, that every nation has some some idea. But uh, I think that um, simultaneously with us, people in Kremlin were thinking about the same. And they actually thought that uh, the Great Victory is our national idea. Yes. Uh, So they started to celebrate uh, 9th of uh, May like never before. They had, like, fireworks and parades and uh, lots of merchandise and... uh, it was, it was huge. I mean, it was like Christmas, actually. Yes. And uh, it's a beautiful weather in Moscow in May, and uh, the spring is coming, and first uh, warm days. So I think it actually... And, and there is a lot of um, uh, Soviet movies about the Great War, and they yes. are really good. They are really good. Some of them were like, nominated to Oscar. and Yes.
0: Uh,
1: so I think that this is um, what people actually loved about it. And there is also some sort of a resentment, you know, because we are kind of, we were victorious at the war. But uh, some people in in the U.S., in the U.K., in in Europe, uh, they were saying that actually it was not only Russians who who won this war. uh, Because we helped them a lot and we have to share the security. And I think my compatriots were like uh uh-uh, uh no yes. no yes. no guys this is yes. this this victory belongs to us and this is what we need
0: so it's, it's true mm-hmm. uh, to a, to a certain extent dmitry it's true is it not that when the hitler stalin pact fell apart it was a, an act of madness by hitler
1: yes but, um, I don't think that, uh, the victory would be able, I don't think that, uh, victory, uh, could take place, uh, if, um, uh, allies didn't open the second front in Normandy. Yes. If they course. weren't, yes. uh, attacking, uh, Japanese nets the Japanese regime in yes. the Pacific. Uh, so I think, and I, I actually don't think that we should like ever, um, share this pie with somebody or divide it or to cut it so I can different pieces and try to decide, okay, so this big piece is yours and this huge is mine. This is not like what we should do. And basically it was like, um, 80, let me, let me count, uh, 80 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is, uh, this is history.
0: Yes, um, I'm very interested in your idea, and it's a great explanation that every nation, uh, including Ireland, needs an idea of an identity, mm-hmm. a feeling of what it is about and what it stands for. Yeah. And that you're telling us now is the Russian belief about, about what they they stand for. The The problem with for example, a lot of the European nations, the European Union is very young, and nobody is sure now what it stands for, because in Slovakia, as I'm sure you know, Mm -hmm. a pro-Putin politician was elected prime minister, Yeah, and they are in the European Union. Mm -hmm. In Hungary, uh, Viktor Orban is a friend of of Putin's. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also Is in the European Union. In Germany now, the rise of the AFD is huge. They are the most popular party. Now they are far right. Mm -hmm. Some people call them neo Nazis. I don't Mm -hmm. because it remains to be seen. But this is, uh, there is a movement that's moving steadily across Europe, Dimitri, that is heading right. Heading towards fascism, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Heading right, uh, both in uh, political sense and yes. in geographical, because yes. uh, heading east, I haven't tried to say. Yes, in terms of, yes, in terms but of, it,
0: you know. it it is it, it is it because of of migration is a huge factor. The migration into Europe now is intolerable, mm-hmm. and in Italy, for example, Maloney. The new prime Minister she is a fascist she was an admirer of fascism
1: yeah Mussolini
0: Mussolini, yeah, so this is the way the world is is moving it's very bad it's very dangerous and it's it's throwing up the kind of people who would be inclined to support Putin and to ignore yeah Zelensky and Ukraine.
1: Absolutely. And uh, there are lots of people in the uh, global south, and uh, lots of leaders yes. who actually treat Putin's regime as something as a as a big anti-colonial power. Yes. And uh, they treat him as a force that can uh, win you know, like over um, huge companies, like yes. um, you know, powerful governments. But actually, Putin is not that guy. He's a, um he's a head of colonial forces. He's yes. very he's very colonial. He 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 lives still in the 19th century. Because yes. the war with Ukraine is uh, some is, is is a war um, for uh, freedom and uh, for sovereignty and for independence that uh, were taking place in 19th century before yes. the World wo- world, uh, world War One. And um, I actually uh, like the term
0: um, useful idiots. Yes, indeed. There are lots of useful (laughs) idiots in Europe. It was Lenin's. That was his phrase, wasn't it? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, he did. No, I thought Lenin described the left-wing intellectuals who supported uh, the revolution in Russia as useful idiots.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, that's, think that's quite I, peculiar I, uh, because you know the history of uh, Soviet Russia better than me.
0: Well, we'll just see now in a moment. I have one of my assistants checking on the internet, but I think it was Lenin who coined the phrase useful idiots for all those, they, all those writers who used to visit Russia when the Soviet Union was still alive, and they'd have a good time, and they'd drink a toast to the workers, <laughs> and all of that stuff. There was lots of. We had a few in Ireland as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, they were they were known as useful idiots. I actually
1: I just yeah, checked. I, I can
0: confirm now the yeah. phrase is attributed.
1: Yeah. To Lenin. We are reading the same article on Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> I think so, <laughs> well,
1: but I, uh, the, the well second done, the second sentence says that uh, um, no, the researchers didn't uh, succeed in finding this phrase uh, in his uh, um, in his yeah. uh, papers documents.
0: So yeah, it's well, just anyway, a, it's it,
1: a, it, it comes definitely from um, from Soviet Russia and from
0: uh, 1960. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of them in this country too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, I think they. They, they, Sometimes they lie low. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, you know, because uh, the war in Ukraine, uh, it moved a lot. It was uh, something like an earthquake. Yes. Uh, you know when the when tectonical plates are moving. So uh, nothing can be the same anymore. And we are witnessing really
0: revolutionary events. Yes. I think that's where the world is now, isn't it? Just a final uh, question, uh, Dmitry. And it's a personal question about you and your friends who have left Russia, living in exile, and watching, looking at the changes in the world. How do you feel about it now, as opposed to how you felt about it a year ago?
1: Um, It's autumn now, and uh, me, as an experienced, already experienced immigrant, I find uh, um, periods uh, between seasons, uh, very disturbing. Yes. Uh, they always remind about, um, motherland, about yes. home, about family. Uh, when seasons change, it becomes mm, rather more um, tragic and rather more mm, disturbing, I would say. Yes. And, um, I think that, uh, when we meet with my friends here in Slovenia, or when we chat, on um, uh, Zoom or Skype, or when we message each other, um, we try to persuade everybody that each each other, that it might be for a long time. Yes, And we have to live somehow in these terms.
0: Yes, and of course, Lithuania is a member of the European Union. Well, we're very grateful to you, Dimitri, for joining us today, and for all the times you've been with us and i hope you'll stay with us until we see this chapter of history as we watch it unfold but at the moment it's not good thank you thank you very much to dimitri thanks to all of you for listening that's all we have time for now we'll talk to you soon All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Roundabout season two presented by Nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're
1: talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of,